0: Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. What you're about to experience is a free, worldwide interactive broadcast from Ontario, Canada. We broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Get your questions in. Join the community chat room at www.category5.tv or email us at live at category5.tv. And now, let's begin. Here's your host, Robbie Ferguson.
1: Welcome to episode number 247 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's Tuesday, the 12th of June, 2012. And I'm Robbie Ferguson.
0: I'm Hillary Rumble. Greetings, everybody. Greetings. <laughs> Chris Wright.
1: good to see you. Pyrus Rock, old guy Jim. we got a bunch of friends in the chat room there. Category 5 on Freenode, Mathman47. Hey, Dave Maydu. Good to see you.
0: Greetings, GWG.
1: Fibod, John Zim. and so it begins michael iowa how you been
0: i'm I'm pretty great yeah keeping it real been busy but
1: always keeping it real with hillary rumble
0: yeah it's my catchphrase or something no things are good what are you keeping busy with these days well you know i'm getting married so still just the preparations for that like leading up to that yeah for, for like until it happens, It's like
1: yeah, yeah. getting it done. Getting it There's done.
0: something every day, so been busy. You've with got
1: that. a lot of support from your family and friends. Oh and yeah, so For love sure. seeing the photos and
0: stuff.
1: <laughs> hey, you should follow Hillary on uh, on Twitter. Simply Hillary Rumble, and of course I'm Robbie Ferguson. If you care to follow me too, <laughs> I appreciate your follows.
0: Pretty easy to remember.
1: Pretty easy to remember <laughs> us on Twitter, mm-hmm. and of course the Category Five TV uh, Twitter account as well. Category 5 TV, that's where you're going to get all the stuff that's non-personal, that's just like shows coming up, yes. what we're going to be featuring, who's going to be on the show, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, following us personally, of course, you're going to hear about my kids <laughs> and my barbecue. You're going to see delicious items <laughs> from my kitchen. And uh, and I guess some photos of Hillary wearing
0: you just don't strange know.
1: outfits from the 70s. You never know
0: <laughs> what'll happen, I tell you. You never know. The internet's a magical place. Yeah,
1: Dave Maydew says, <laughs> hey... Uh, Thybod, congratulating you on, uh, Aww, on the engagement.
0: Thanks, guys. Chat room
1: going wild, <laughs> going wild. Well, guy Jim wants to know when is the date.
0: Well, I'm, if I tell you the actual date, I'm worried you're all going to show up, and I only have There's limited room. There's not enough chicken. There's not enough chicken, so <laughs> it's, it's this August.
1: But the gifts. Think of all the gifts.
0: Oh, true. I mean, if you're willing yeah. to uh, send me some presents, then maybe... 60,000
1: toasters. You know?
0: Maybe I can uh, save a plate for you. Yeah, yeah well, he, stick around.
1: We're going to be talking about postcards in just a minute. And if you care to, I mean, hen, hen, you could send her a card and say congratulations oh, or whatever.
0: Get out of town.
1: Oh, it's always nice. It's always nice. <laughs>
0: what else is nice is the news, because it tells the us the exciting wild stuff that's yes. happening in the world of technology. As such, a security advisory is warning users of Last.fm to change their password. Ooh. Okay. A newly developed material may help capture and store CO2. New smart pump transmitters will soon help 70 villages in Kenya to keep their hand water pumps in good repair. And lastly, iOS 6 will drop Google Maps in favor of Apple's own mapping technology. So stick around, because these stories are coming up later in the show.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. (laughs) Dave Maydew. What a guy. A couple of people in the chat room say, hey, can we see the ring?
0: Want to check out the rock?
1: You want to check out the rock? Here, I got... Okay, uh, let's let's get our
0: little handy hand cam. It's beautiful. It's It's my ring. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Symbol of my love.
1: (laughs) And his love. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Ah. Yeah. Well, folks, tonight is, of course, a viewer... Question extravaganza. Ooh. I feel like I want to like bring in like a reverb chamber or something <laughs> when I say that.
0: <laughs> viewer, viewer, viewer. Question, question,
1: question. <laughs> extravaganza.
0: I like your sound effects. You like for that? that? You could just do yeah, do your own. You don't need it's pretty all right. You don't need anything else. It's all you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got a ton of your questions to cover tonight. We do. We uh, we have received your questions. You can email us live at category5.tv. You can also join us in the chat room, as many are right now. Uh, we love to receive your questions. And Hillary is going to do her best to field as many as possible tonight. Yes. Uh, but uh, before we get into that, we did get a postcard.
0: Oh, no, we week. did. We did.
1: Very good. Po- Thank you for sending in your yes, postcard. Yes, the
0: postcard that came to us in an envelope.
1: Dans I envelope.
0: This. I will open it and read it.
1: The only thing about getting a, a postcard in an envelope is that it doesn't get the stamp on the postcard. So then That's we take true. it out. And, well, and maybe
0: cut our little maybe stamp. Cut stamp
1: off. Or we'll scan Save
0: Vanishing Species. I will okay. do that. Do you want to get a shot of this bad oh, boy? Yeah. yeah let's, Coming uh, let's to, to us from St. Paul, Minnesota. Dear Cat5 crew, greetings from St. Paul, Minnesota. A long-time viewer and a Linux user, I have been watching the show for over two years. Last year, joined by my seven-year-old son, who is also a Linux user. Oh, hold on. Whoops. Ho, ho! Thanks, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm like trying to line this up and also uh, read it. There we go. Okay, sweet. Um, we truly okay, love... Okay, start,
1: start at the top. Sorry, they, they didn't hear you because the microphone was
0: bad oh.
1: in that shot. New hand cam, folks.
0: Sorry. there you go my
1: fault so okay. they not they didn't hear you when we were, when we were joking wow. all the all the funny things that I said when you were showing the ring <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> okay go ahead okay. Okay. okay
0: there you go. whoops all right. <laughs> Start from the top. Oh, dear. <laughs> dear Cat5 Crew, greetings from St. Paul, Minnesota. A long-time hey. Linux user. I have been watching the show for over two years. Last year, joined by my seven-year-old son, who is also a Linux user. We truly love the show. It seems you're likely to grow, but please do not change much. The show is perfect the way it is. Looking forward to your next episode, Bartek and Micolage
1: cheers yeah we've, cheers. Been, we've been growing like crazy over here but i've been cutting down on my carbohydrates so hopefully that will nip <laughs> that in the bud
0: <laughs> not growing in that regard
1: the show has has been growing exponentially you yes. you see it more than than maybe the viewers because you i guess the you as viewers you're going to see things as they gradually happen but mm. here of course we've got the excitement of constantly um, going through changes and um, and rebuilding things and, and getting ready for some of the exciting things that we have in store for season six, mm-hmm. which is coming up. Oh, crazy. But uh, I think one of the things that we're very keen on here at Category 5, myself, the co-hosts, um, yourself, it's, it's really, it, it boils down to it's all about the viewers. So, you know we do our best to have fun with it, present some cool hardware and gear and stuff like that. But really when it boils down to what is the, you know what the substance of the show is, it's about uh, hanging out with our community, having totally. a good time, uh, answering your questions as best as we can. And, and because of that, I think that you know, we can get better and better. We can get better picture. We can get better sound. We can make it so that when we bring up the hand cam, the audio works, and you know. So there's this progression toward awesomeness, but um, the show still remains the same as far as the actual substance. So bigger space would be good. Hey, as we grow,
0: you don't know you guys, what you guys don't What's see, but we can up?
1: actually touch this. <laughs> like that's right there, right?
0: It's it's not like it. Uh,
1: and this yeah. is right here. Like we we we're that. I can touch both sides of the studio. <laughs> sitting in my place. <laughs> but it works.
0: It does work. It works. You guys wouldn't even know unless we pointed that out.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Oh.
0: So thank there you, you have very it. much
1: for your postcard. Hey Hillary, how can they send in their postcards?
0: You can send us your postcards and anything else you may or may not want to send our way. Hint, hint. To Category 5 <laughs> Technology TV, P.O. Box 29009, Barrie, Ontario, and that's of course in Canada. L4N 7W7. Looking forward to getting your stuff in the mail.
1: Your yeah. stuff. Yeah. I like Star Trek books. Gadget Wisdom Guru, GWG has sent me a couple. <laughs> That's so Bless fun. So, oh, That's it's so, so nice. fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Pretty sweet. What a great what a great community of viewers, I tell you.
1: Yeah, you sure are. And once in a while, I'll send you something. You know, I got a Magic Jack to give away next week, folks. Ooh. So don't forget to give us a call. 2545228588. Ah the number to call. Tell us why you want a Magic Jack and I will reciprocate the postcards and the Star Trek books and the congratulations on your engagement things that you send. True, yes. We'll reciprocate (laughs) with a Magic Jack if you win. How's that sound?
0: Sounds good to me. (laughs) I like it.
1: Cool. Well, uh, we... uh, we do have to take a quick break. Before we do, I'll just mention, you know, bring up our mobile site. Get onto that site with your mobile device. Very cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, do that. We're out of time for this bit, but uh, we'll <laughs> be right back after this. At Eco Alkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference ecoalkalines.com.
0: You are watching Category 5 TV and we are a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Do you
1: find That's that hard awesome. to say? International Association of internet, internet.
0: internet. Yeah.
1: Broadcasters.
0: I thought I was going to say internet I'm used internet. To it. internet internet. I'm I like it.
1: It's a pleasure to be a part of these associations and groups of other broadcasters. They're really almost like social groups for broadcasters where we're able to feed off of other people's knowledge and even share a little bit of our own uh, with the groups. And so it's very nice to be a part of both of those groups. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching and you're a part of that association, uh, nice to have you here. Thank you. Well... Viewer question extravaganza is coming up in just a moment. We are going to be looking at tonight, uh, if you're interested at all in hardware, gear, we have a very cool device from Thermaltech. Now, they've been out of, I mean, where where did all their liquid cooling stuff go? It kind of vanished like the big water that I run. I love that device, but it's really hard to find these days. Mm -hmm. Now they're bringing it back onto their website. Now they've got the new Water 2.0. We're gonna be looking at this in just a few minutes. We're gonna do an unboxing, which is crazy awesome. I'm gonna show you why the Water 2.0 from Thermaltake is perhaps the coolest liquid cooling system that you've seen in a long time.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: So stick around. All right. It's time, 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 time. Four, 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 four. Your, 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 your questions.
0: Whoa. First one of the night. Yeah. Coming to us from John Crisp. John Crisp. Hi, nice Robbie and crew. Hey. Sure hope you can direct and advise me on this problem. Sure. No sound in Ubuntu 12.04. None. He's included um, in this email his stats, okay. which I will not read. However, um, bring it up. he indicates that um, Ubuntu it detects the audio. Yes. But then it says, did Ubuntu make 12.04 incompatible with my ICH-6?
1: Specifically, they did. Yeah, they said. <laughs> they
0: did it for you. Let's make
1: Ubuntu 12.04 incompatible with John Crisp's system.
0: Yeah, sorry. win some, you lose some, right? That's how they work, you know? <laughs> um, so he's saying, oh, his <laughs> ICH-6 HD audio card family. How does that one tells me something. interpret okay. and then read this stuff? So he's pasted it all below. Um, he says, <laughs> has he ever? He says, it takes oh. a geek such as you. Thanks, Robbie. Oh. You're my last hope. No other forums have addressed this issue. I was just about
1: to say I, I understand what he's saying here, and then he ended it with that.
0: Calling you a geek?
1: You're calling me uh, an uber geek, which I suppose is all right.
0: I think it's a compliment, you know? You think so? I do. That's nice. I wish I were an uber geek, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I just read the questions. I don't answer them.
1: This is a, a fair bit of
0: Info. jargon,
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm just double checking. I've copied and pasted from the email just to just to hide your mask your email address there, John. But oh, oh, oh look at all this! Would you all look at that. That's
0: a whole other language there. <laughs>
1: so, by the way, John, our uh, email system has uh, removed all line wraps and indentations from your email. So what do we one of the things that stood out to me as Hillary was reading that was that uh, was this that you're using this HDA Intel driver. And that tells me, I'm just looking through here. Yeah, hey, your host name gives me a little bit of a hint here as to what the problem may be. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> Look at your graphics. VirtualBox graphics. You're using a virtual machine, my man. So what's different about a virtual machine is it's not, it's not real hardware. This is virtual hardware, and you're mm-hmm. using the wrong, the wrong uh, hardware type. Uh, the particular hardware type that you're using for your virtual machine is designed for, uh, for kind of like 3D audio digital output, like uh, for the uh, optical output. So let's, uh, let's bring up a virtual machine just to confirm here. I've got, here I am in VirtualBox with Ubuntu 12.04. And I do have, it should work just the same as yours, right? So here's the thing. Everything looks good as far as audio goes. You can see when you go into sound settings, and it's just taking a moment to boot up here. Okay. Here we go, John. What do we got? Right? So this is what I'm seeing. You're probably seeing something similar because we're both using that. HDA, Intel, dry, uh, virtual hardware. So what we need to do, let's shut down this virtual machine, OK? Because I understand that you are using a virtual machine. And then so it's important just to make sure that that's configured correctly. Um, the thing is, a virtual machine will tap into your real hardware. So no matter what your real hardware is, you don't need to emulate as the same thing. You can emulate a Sound Blaster 16 if you want. Whatever you want to do. It's virtual. So we can, we can fake this thing out. Let's open up the settings for that virtual machine now. Let's go over to audio. And now just change your audio controller here to, I would say, an AC97 card. Which is just a standard analog card. Let's start with that one, John. Hit OK. Boot up the machine. Here it goes. And we're going to see if audio works now. We'll let that boot up. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I was just in the zone. I'm just reading the email. So I was oh, good. Like, hmm, I'm just trying All to right. see what exciting stuff we have next. So, sorry. I was kind of in the zone. <laughs> this is Extraordinara. Extraordinara? Oh, my goodness. What am I trying to say? Making up
1: words now forget about it here on the show (laughs) oh boy I think it's coming up
0: here we go here we
1: go oh there we go okay now you tell me if you hear anything I'm gonna log in oh did you hear that this time we had sound and here we
0: go here we go
1: what's gonna happen there it is Okay, I'm going to bring back up my sound settings here. And let's see what we have. Okay. Now, you see we've got totally different au- uh, audio hardware. Looks good. Now, you know, you notice as I booted up there that I actually had sound that time. Mm-hmm. So, if I bring up my browser and Go over to you know a website that plays audio or something like that. Ah, cool. Category 5 YouTube, let's do that. Oh. TV. Not that TV. There we go. YouTube.com slash category five TV. And if I push play John, because we've changed the audio hardware. Virtual audio hardware. There we go. It works. It works. Welcome to So basically what we've done there is we've done the equivalent with a virtual machine which is brilliant because it's so easy to do. We've taken out that incompatible hardware and we've put in a new sound card. Ah, this Ice this AC97 card. Hmm. And your system doesn't know any better because it's really just it's just piping through your regular sound card anyways. So that should work for you. All right,
0: John? Give it a whirl. Yeah, give Let it a try. Us know. Let us what know happens? how it goes. That's what we're here for, you know?
1: Thanks so much for your question, John.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have come across another question that is kind oh, of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. It's more about the history of Category 5. Ah. This comes to us from Hong Zhang. Hopefully I've said your name right. Hey there. Um Hi, Robbie. I am a Chinese college student. Several months ago, I was in Germany. And during that time, I discovered Category 5 Technology TV Mm. through the internet. And I fell in love with the show instantly. But what's really frustrating is that after I got back to China, I can't watch the show anymore. Even though I can still access your website and read the notes, I think it's because of some of the networking Hmm. policies um, of mainland China. The same reason I can't access YouTube or Facebook. So now my only solution is to ask some of my friends in Hong Kong to download the show and send it to me weekly
1: anyway eh?
0: sorry for the complaint but here's the real question i'm very curious what the name of the show actually means how Ah. did you come up with the name category 5 technology tv is the number 5 referring to something specific um thanks
1: (laughs) Uh, do do you have any idea where category 5 might come from Hurricane? No, just kidding. Actually, I don't know. And, and <laughs> I, don't know. I never thought about it. Um, to be honest, <laughs> Hang Zhang, the the cable that that you use for your, your networking. So this is a uh, an RJ forty five connector a connector on a Category five cable. So oh. that's. 100 megabits. That was before gigabit came out. I mean, we've been doing this since 2005, believe it or not. The show actually started live in 2007, so we were doing it for two years before the actual live broadcast started. Mm. And uh, we had a list of basic names that we could uh, choose from. Had a bit of a focus group with family and friends, and said, "Okay, what names sound good? What names do you like?" And category five technology TV was the one that uh, that got the most votes. From mm. I like just a, a list of names that we had thought up but originally it started with category five cable Mm. and our old logo you'll remember had that category five wrapped wrapped around it yeah yeah and the rj45 on the end um and then we Mm -hmm. had thought well maybe we'd we'd play on that and you know each episode would have five general topics in the in the episode so it'd be five categories category five so it's kind of like a play on terms but then the show took off we kept the name because we've got the domain and it's <laughs> a popular show so we're not going to go changing the name halfway through uh, but it works
0: all right so, but
1: that's the origination
0: cool interesting to hear
1: that uh, that you were in germany and uh, caught the show check out viewership all in the area here these are just uh, you'll you'll notice that like these are the people that are pretty much you know on our site within the, the past little bit This isn't like all time. This is just kind of current stuff. Beautiful, wonderful to have uh, so many people watching from Germany, United Mm -hmm. Kingdom, Poland, and Ukraine, all across here. And you'll see now, we're starting to see some of you in China as well, especially on the coast there. So what it looks like now... Understand that mainland China is behind what what we here in Canada call the Great Firewall of China. It's it's a blockade that is meant to prevent uh, social uprising um, by blocking Western um, video channels and Mm -hmm. chat channels and your ability to participate in YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, those kinds of things so it it becomes a problem for people like us who are trying sure, to offer you a service for sure. we want to offer this to you free of charge, and we want this to be a global thing after all, it's the world wide web <laughs> um, and there's nothing about category five that in and of itself is
0: particularly we're
1: not political yeah. really you know <laughs> I mean I'll tell you to you know buy this device over this device, I mean, but it really is neither here nor there when it comes to politics, but the fact is is that. Because we mm-hmm. need to keep our costs low, we have to host on some of these third-party services that, unfortunately, right. are blocked by your government. So that means um, YouTube, our YouTube channel, you can't access it in China. Uh, your, uh, our actual video on demand, our RSS feeds, are hosted on Blip TV. Unfortunately, that's also blocked. Mm. Right. So what's, what's really good, though, and I have good news for you, and this is what I'm leading up to, is that uh, we've been planning this for some time. I've been planning it for mm. some time. With our new website, which is launching on July 1st and about to go into phase 3 beta on this Friday, uh, we are launching what's called the alternative feeds for our site. What that means is that you're going to be able to, from China, from anywhere in the world, if you have any trouble accessing our main feeds, which are hosted on Blip TV and all these things, you're going to actually be able to use our alternate feed and tap into videos that are hosted on our servers. Because we're not blocked. It's these third-party services
0: gotcha. that are blocked.
1: The downside of that is it's extremely expensive.
0: Hmm.
1: We're talking about 650 gigabytes of video in order to host what we've done so far. Um, so there is that, and and so we do, you know, we we um, appeal for donations if you if you decide to use those feeds. Uh, but really, it's about reaching the entire globe with uh, with Category Five. I'm very excited to be. Uh, launching this, uh, especially for those of you in China who are perhaps downlo- downloading this in Hong Kong and, and taking it across the border. Um, you can read more about it on my blog, which is actually baldnerd.com. <laughs> <laughs> so head on over to baldnerd.com, and uh, you'll be able to read all about our launching into <laughs> China with our alternate feeds. But that's coming July 1st. Very, very excited about that. Whoa. And that goes for anyone who's having trouble with accessing those feeds. mm mm-hmm. It's going to be available we also intend i intend to program into the system that if you choose alternate feeds if it detects that you're from uh, mainland china it's going to automatically give you a different pop-up player as well that's going to tap into no third-party services i see Hmm. understand that the disadvantage here for us as far as cost goes, of course, our cost goes up because we have to host it. Right. But also because because we have to be careful that we don't use any third-party services because they're probably blocked by the Chinese government. It means we can't put any advertising on it because the ad servers are blocked. Oh, right? okay, We can't yes. tap into any of our are fine you know the we 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 are able to offset a lot of the expense for category five by the ads that you see by the commercials by you know when you launch Mm -hmm. a video on our website it plays a a little 30-second commercial that you can skip if you want but if you watch it and you click on it we get a little reciprocation from that we won't be able to include those on our alt feeds gotcha so it's a bit of a scary adventure into that but I trust that it's gonna go very very well and uh, and we appreciate everybody's support. But Hong Zhang, uh, very excited to be bringing it directly to you. And uh, so I hope, that, uh, I hope that you enjoy, enjoy the show yes. and spread the word in, <laughs> uh, in mainland China. We're seeing that, uh, that it is growing there. And as I said, the, uh, the East Coast there is it looks like uh, people are starting to tap into Category 5. Um, and truth be told, the, the alternate feeds are now available in, in mainland oh, China. Cool. We're,
0: we're
1: merging that into there. But our main website won't see it uh, until until july 1st
0: all right yeah happy canada day to us mm. and happy world distribution to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you
0: go cool thanks for your email have another quick email here coming to us from amikai in israel hey there a while back, you've mentioned that you were preparing some kind of Category 5.TV desktop app ah, that will keep yes. us up to date and enable us to watch the show both live and past episodes. I'd like to have such an app, similar to maybe Minitube, um, to be able to watch all the shows and tag the ones that I've already seen as watched and so on. Is there one out there? Hmm.
1: It was really well in the works. This Category 5 app. And as we were developing it, that's when HTML5 and H.264 video streaming made the switch. Hmm. So we lost the a lot of, <laughs> pardon me, in, in order to go forward, we would have had to recode a lot of stuff. We uh, I.
0: Primarily you, so, yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah.
1: I'm not opposed to, you know, perhaps after, after the big launch on July 1st, maybe we can go back to that. And hmm. if there's a demand for it, you know, pop us an email. And uh, certainly after July 1st, that's a good time to motivate me to do <laughs> some coding for that kind of thing. I think it's a really cool idea, a desktop app that uh, you can actually launch just from your start menu or your applications menu that brings up Category 5. Whether that's or not cool. it's necessary with the new V3 website, that will be up to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you've seen the website, you'll say, oh, my goodness, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so zippy and fast and awesome.
0: You will. You I might. know it.
1: So we'll see. We'll see. I'd be happy to reassess that after the launch. Hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Good question. Yeah, cheers. Thank you for that. Pretty pretty sweet.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I'd like to take a temporary break from the... What what was I trying to say before? Question?
1: Extrapagababas. Oh, were you trying to say (laughs) extravaganza?
0: Yeah, I was like extraordinary and extravaganza. I put them together in my mind and in my mouth.
1: Extraudaganza.
0: I'd like to take a break from that. (laughs) Temporarily, though, only to bring you the good news of the world Mm. in terms of technology. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, Will. Here are the top stories from the Category 5.TV newsroom. Music website Last.fm is investigating the leak of some of its members' passwords, the UK-based company Mm. has said. A message posted on the site's homepage advised all of its customers to change their passwords immediately as a precautionary measure. The breach follows similar leaks at social network LinkedIn and the dating site eHarmony. Last.fm apologized, saying it took user privacy very seriously. And added, we will never email you a direct link to update your settings or ask you for your password. We strongly recommend that your new Last.fm password is different to the the password that you use on other services. crazy. Wild.
1: I don't understand that because I'm programming the new Category5.tv, and the first thing I did with... Your viewer passwords is, I encrypted them. <laughs> I can't Smart. read them. Nobody can read them. If you know your password, you can log in. But there's no way to reverse it. It's a mm-hmm. non-reversible, hashed, encrypted password. Smart. With <laughs> salt. little dash of salt. So, I don't understand when a big company like that can have a breach. Sounds to me, though, they're saying... um they wouldn't send email, so maybe it was a phishing scam. Yeah. we got to be careful of that kind of stuff. You get an email that says, hey, log into your LastFM account, click here, and you go there and you log in, and you're mm-hmm. actually giving your password to somebody else. Sounds like that may be what has happened from what you're saying there.
0: Yikes. Scary. Crazy. Scary stuff. Careful, people. On to some wild stuff now.
1: Oh, good. I love that game. researchers
0: have developed a porous material that can preferentially soak up CO2 from the atmosphere. Mm. Not 2O2 is a metal organic framework that works like a sponge absorbing a number of gases at high pressures. But as the pressure is reduced, CO2 is retained as other gases are released. The development reported in uh, Nature Materials holds promise for carbon capture and storage, or even the removing of CO2 from the exhaust gases of power plants and factories. Cool. Rural communities across Africa may soon benefit from improved water supplies, thanks to mobile phone technology. UK researchers have developed data transmitters that fit inside hand pumps and send text messages if the devices break down the smart hand pumps will be trialed shortly in 70 villages in kenya that's weird i wonder They're how that'll crazy. work like oh, how, interesting
1: how many people mm. like just judging by the picture there i wonder how many people have a smartphone
0: it's hard to say it's pretty wild yeah. we shall see we'll see and lastly apple has unveiled its latest mobile operating system the ios 6 at the annual Worldwide Developers Conference. The operating system, which runs on its iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch devices, will no longer include Google Maps software. Apple will run instead its own mapping app, which has a high-quality 3D mode on the platform. Hmm. Google announced its own 3D mapping software last week on its competing mobile platform, Android. Both companies have used fleets of planes to capture the imagery, drawing um, some concerns from... Some privacy campaigners. Apple's chief executive, Tim Cook, said that the updated iOS uh, software is being released in beta today and will be available for the general consumers no later than this fall. You can get the full stories online at Category5.tv slash Newsroom. The Category5.tv Newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions from our awesome community viewers. If you have a news story you think worthy of on-air mention, send us an email at newsroom at Category5.tv. For the Category5.tv Newsroom, I'm Hillary Rumble. Pyrus Rock,
1: if, I don't, if we don't talk about iOS 6, everyone's going to say, why didn't you mention this It's big news.
0: It is big news.
1: I think so. Joking around in the chat room, you guys. Hey, tonight the show is brought to you by Cordery Electric, the electrical company of Category 5 Technology TV. Check them out, Quarteryelectric.com. If you're in the uh, Central Ontario, uh, Simcoe County, Barrie, uh, Orillia area, make sure you give them a call, all right? Quarteryelectric.com. Also, boost your immunity with GardengateFarms.com's certified organic broccoli sprout and wheatgrass juice. GardengateFarms.com. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and I'm Robbie Ferguson.
0: I'm Hillary Rumble, coming at you with more questions for our viewer. Like a
1: whirlwind,
0: coming at you. Extravaganza. Extraordinary-aganza. That was
1: almost a wrap. Coming at you like a whirlwind. I want to hear that.
0: Someday, maybe. maybe. We can uh, do that.
1: Check. News. (laughs)
0: Add rap to that. right? rap.
1: Really cheesy rap segment?
0: Someday.
1: Got okay. it. <laughs> no, I'm just checking off that we did it. It's okay. every, everything here is scripted, folks. So, yeah.
0: We make it look so easy, don't we? we?
1: make it look really like, like everything just happens. and.
0: <laughs> We're pros. <laughs> Hello. Yeah.
1: Very good actors. Ha ha. I actually have a full head of hair.
0: Yep. Is Our makeup crew did that. Anyway, onward and upward.
1: And yes, we have one of those, don't we? Hair
0: and makeup, hello. Uh, once in a
1: wardrobe. while, my wife will come down and say, oh, that pimple is horrible. Let me dab it. <laughs> That's the makeup crew. <laughs> uh, I wish she'd do that more often.
0: What a hoot. Yeah. Well, as we expand, who knows These what'll my happen. These are real
1: eyebrows. <laughs> sorry
0: okay right. focus focus yes. here okay jim unrow hey jim sent us an email and wanted to indicate how to pronounce his last name unrow like backwards in a rowboat row forward and unrow backwards <laughs> thank you for that clarification Excellent for the triceps i appreciate it <laughs> Anyway, Jim's saying, Robbie, something has happened, or has something happened to your RSS feeds? I used to be able to get your podcasts on my tablets using the dog catcher. I can search, mm. find, and add the Cat5 podcast fine. The episodes and sizes of each are listed as expected. But when I select an episode to download, <laughs> whatever downloads in a second or two is not watchable. Any ideas as to why?
1: Yeah. See, here's here's something kind of interesting, and this, is, this actually plays into Hong Zhang. Question, okay. comment about the mm-hmm. and and how I was talking about the alt feeds. Here's a great opportunity, Jim. Uh, you probably will want to use the alt feeds on that device. Here's what happens: our RSS feeds are designed for syn- uh, synchronization, aggregation, syndication. Okay. So your device, be it an aggregator like Miro Internet TV or iTunes, depending on your platform, is meant to download the episode. And then you synchronize it to your device and watch it or watch it on your computer. Because you're actually accessing the feed directly on your device, what's happening is is that it's trying to stream to your device. Which, uh, unfortunately, with the feed, here's where some of the the things get a little technical. Um, That's not possible uh, because there are blocks at blip.tv that prevent that from happening because it's they think that it's somebody circumventing advertising and things like that. So (coughs) pardon me. So you can either aggregate it and then synchronize it to your device rather than uh, rather than trying to watch it from the RSS feed directly on your device through Dogcatcher. Or you can use our mobile website, m.cat5.tv. There it is. Right? That's another way you can do it. Or you could add the RSS uh, feed the of choice to your yeah add it to your aggregator synchronize. or you could uh, get a, 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 be a, become a part of the alt feed when it comes out the alternate uh, RSS feed. So, all right. So you could try that, okay. and uh, yeah, let me know. I'll I'll be happy to hook you up with that. Anybody who's on the uh, V3 uh, beta would be able to access that. Is uh, is Jim in, in the chat room right now? Because I'd be happy to paste that in.
0: Just having a look-see, and I'm not 100% sure. Okay. So, I don't know. Jim, let us know. If you are, that's great, but if he's not, then he can access this later.
1: Sure. What I'll do, Jim, I'm going to post the link to the alternate SDH.264 feed into the chat logs, uh, into the chat room, and it's logged at exactly 7... 38 p.m. Okay? So just scroll down in the chat logs, and you'll be able to get that. That's the one that you'll want to subscribe to. That's the alt feed, uh, and it's being built as we speak. Cool. So you'll see that the episodes will show up there within the next couple of days.
0: All right. Good plan. Thanks, Jim. All right. Another question here from Dania, saying, I was trying to back up my Windows file from Ubuntu Live CD, which booted from a 2-gig Transcend USB flash drive. But the hard disk for Windows won't show up, not even from System Monitor slash File Systems, hmm. when I click on Home Folder. So I tried the sudo F disk, I, in Terminal. But what appeared was L. all of, oh, L. Maybe L for That is list, L. Yeah. Sorry, that's L. Ah. Um, and then she's posted in here a um, bunch of stuff. So, is there anything I should do after this terminal thing to make my Windows hard disks files detectable? I don't understand why the terminal, what it's saying, except for the megabyte part, which might be my USB flash drive or something. I really don't know. My mm-hmm. info is based on Ubuntu's system monitor. And then she lists that info there. And goes on to say something about, can't even do it from safe mode. I don't have The recovery okay. CD. Yeah,
1: you're trying to, so you, you've you booted up on a, a live CD. You want to access your Windows Hard drive. What's nice about Linux is that it can read and write to Windows and Linux drives, so you can copy files around. It makes migration very, very easy. So I think that the step that you're missing is, yeah, you can see your partitions there. I don't have a Windows a Windows drive in my system, um, but let's just say it was SDB1. All right. So let's say that it was it was coming up there. So the steps then. Oh, I have an SDB1. But of course, you can't access that device because there's no mount point for it. You haven't created a mount point. So let's say it was let's just say it was SDC1 because I don't have one. I'm going to go m uh, sorry sorry pseudo mkdir slash mnt or no let's do media slash uh, SDC1. I've now created a mount point for that. Okay, you got to type it like that. Sudo makes you a super user so that you can add something to the media folder because you have to be super user in order to do that. Makedir means make directory. It's like the DOS MD command. And then the directory that you want to create, SDC1, which is now an empty uh, folder in slash media. See, it's just empty. So now what I can do is I can go sudo mount dev sdc1 slash media sdc1, because I've created that mount point. Now, if I do that, it's going to say that sdc1 doesn't exist. I'm just using that as the example. But then, pardon me, if I were to do an ls on my sdc1, I would actually have access to it. So then you can navigate there by using going into your home folder, go up to your file system or whatever, slash media slash sdc1, and you'd actually be browsing and I got to, to that by hitting Control-L, okay. you'd actually be browsing that hard drive. I think that's what you're asking. I think the step is uh, that you're expecting that the drive would be immediately accessible when you boot up, mm-hmm. but it's not because you haven't mounted it yet. And because it's, it hasn't it's not an installed operating system, it's not in your FS tab, so you're basically getting access to the CD. And if you plug in a hot swappable USB device, you'll get access to that. But your, your Windows drive is not going to be accessible until you manually mount it because you're using a live CD. Hmm. When you've done that, great way to recover from a virus on Windows or something. Um, if your system is wiped out and you need to get files from the hard drive or you can't boot it, let's say you can't boot a Windows system, you can then boot up into Linux on a live CD. Without damaging anything on your computer, you can access that and copy everything through your network to a backup drive, through to a NAS or something like that. And uh, it's brilliant. So, good idea. Good luck. Let us know if it works. Please submit a viewer testimonial. If it does, if it doesn't, I don't want to hear more. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so kidding.
0: That's hilarious. Mm. But, yeah, viewer testimonial. P.S. Do that because <laughs> we love to read them. And uh, that's on our website. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Say uh-huh. no more. All right. <laughs> okay.
1: Thanks for the question, by the way. Yes,
0: thank you. Another question here coming to us from Ignacio, saying hi. I try. I'm trying hey, to implement Clippy J's, uh in my web page based on the Cat Five tutorial. What I did so far was to add to my header .php like this. Inserts the info and the body puts all that in there too. Oh.
1: Maybe this is one for me to bring I up. I think
0: so, because yeah. I'm not going to read all that. All right. And I also downloaded some more ink clippies, but I'm not really sure where to extract it. Okay. So. maybe
1: Clippy.js.
0: What? Okay. I was just saying Clippy J's.
1: Clippy J's. <laughs> it's because you're in rapper mode.
0: <laughs> I think so. It's your
1: rapper name now.
0: Clippy J's. i have clearly... Yo. Yeah. Sorry. And I can't read
1: Clippy. She's J. even holding her hand like this.
0: Uh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know Clippy. what that meant. So if you know, I don't uh, know what, if uh, it meant something uh, rude. Then I'm very very sorry.
0: sorry. <laughs> Clippy J's. Okay. I'm not on. that
1: hip. I don't really know. <laughs> okay, Clippy JS.
0: Well, that that makes oh. a little bit more sense. Don't oh. it? Oh, gotta love it. <laughs>
1: a JavaScript version of Clippy for your website.
0: Hello there, Clippy. Oh, I get it.
1: And you can add him to your website. They've made it look like Microsoft Word. But how cool is that? I mean, it's so uncool. Clippy has always been incredibly uncool. But somehow nostalgia says that bringing it back on a website is incredibly cool. Merlin is there, too. That's (laughs) the one I used to use when I was. Playing with it. Nice that it has sound.
0: Mm. What
1: do you think of that? So this is a free JavaScript library. That's what JS sounds uh, means.
0: Oh, for. okay.
1: So there you have it. So let's grab Clippy. So you can download that. Let's see what's in the in the file. So what uh, what's being said there is that uh, sounds like you've you've copied all the the code that you're supposed to copy, but then. It's not doing anything because you haven't got these files where they're supposed to go. So I'm actually going to take a look at that email. Okay, so. Yes. All right, so this is what they have done. Hmm, i got to be careful here because it's an email.
0: I can't believe I was thinking. I don't even know what I was thinking. I don't know. Clippies, I was like... (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was like I thought it was like some sort of clip art thing. Right. I didn't think Clippy
1: the. So here's the thing, clip. just to understand what this script is doing. This is JavaScript, okay? And what it's telling it is okay. First of all, load jQuery 1.7. All right. Then, that's the library. Then load Clippy minified.js. So what's happening to you here? Uh, because you've, you've downloaded the file, the zip file, but you, you haven't put it anywhere, you haven't extracted it. What it's saying is, okay, well, this is relative to the current folder, so wherever you've saved this file, it's looking for jQuery 1.7 minified.js. Okay, that file. So that needs to be in the current folder, and so does ClippyMin.js. That has to be in the current folder according to your current structure, but you might want to put it in, like, a JS folder or something like that. would probably be the way that I would go. So let's go back to the website. Let's grab that file, download Clippy.js. <laughs> there it is. So you see that it's a folder, right? So let's say I extract that to my desktop, the, the folder itself. Okay. So now I have that folder. So here is the folder structure and you'll see that in SRC is usually where they are. You've got the agents, you've got Q. Okay. So no Clippy or. Uh, jQuery. Uh, jQuery. So, let's see if we can find it. There's Clippy. There's Clippy min. So, those are the two that you need. You'll notice that there's something missing. It's jQuery. It's required by the software. So, what we'll do, I'm going to recommend that you do this. Go to Google. Type in... Ooh. Uh, Google jQuery API. Let's get it from the libraries. You're going to f- tap into... Click on jQuery over on the right, and you'll see jQuery, what were you looking for? 1.7. Perfect. Okay. So we want the minified version. What that means is that it's a smaller file because they've removed some of the cruft. Okay. So copy that. All right. And what we want to do is we, in fact, I'm going to bring back up that email here. Okay. There it is. Where it says jQuery 1.7 min.js, I want to paste what I just copied from Google's uh, API. All right, So that is right there. I've copied that to my clipboard. I'm going to paste that. So now it's not a relative file at all. It's not saved on my server. It's actually going to grab it from Google APIs. Okay. So now you've got jQuery. And you need to have clippy min.js in the current folder of your file. And that's probably going to call a whole bunch of stuff. This is the thing, right? You almost need to understand a little bit about javascript and that's probably why they've included see the minified version is going to be really really tough to understand if i bring that up in text editor that's what it looks like okay very hard to understand the format it's compressed So let's instead close that and let's bring up the non-compressed version the non-minified version and you'll see that this one actually makes sense it's indented it makes sense so one of the things that i would do is i would look for whether it's calling any of these agents And you you can follow the instructions, but you'll see that, uh, yeah, okay, it's using a base path uh, on that server, for example. So you're going to need to do some testing, I think. But that's, I think, square one is getting those two JS files up and running and then follow the directions on the website. I love that. I think that's really cool in kind of a weird, nostalgic way.
0: The memory. Clippy J S. Oh the memory. Yeah,
1: hey, if you want to check it out, it's s'more.com. That's what I'm seeing here.
0: S'more, like the kind like you eat. give me
1: S'more. No, it's S M-O-R-E dot com. Let's see if we can find it just by going there. Oh, nope. So go. <laughs> slash clippy dash J S and end bracket. <laughs> All right. Cool. Good luck. Let us know how yeah. that goes.
0: He's in the chat Good room, luck. so I was oh just—I yeah. was asking if he made if it made sense. I,
1: I hope that it does. So. Uh, you're calling those files. You're saying here's the file that I need: jQuery and Clippy.js. If the files aren't in the current folder, you need to tell it where they are. Whether they're in the js folder, so then you would go dot slash js slash Clippy.js, right? So hey. thinking in terms of your uh, of your file system. Your server has a file system. It's Linux-based, so it's going to be relative to the current folder. Unless you have a slash at the beginning, then it's going to be relative to the first folder of the server, if that makes sense from the client side.
0: He said thanks.
1: Yeah, Ignacio, uh, thank you for the question. Mm -hmm. Cheers, I hope that helps. Cool. And I love that. (laughs) Thanks for giving us that clippy.js. That's something cool for uh, for the community to check out. For how do you like memories. that? I, I can just see this is going to end up on Garvey's uh, store website somehow. <laughs> somehow, Garvey, it's going to happen.
0: It's possible. Very <laughs> cool.
1: This is Category 5 Technology TV. We're online www.category5.tv. Love to have you join us on that website. And uh, we're going to be replacing it with a brand new one come July 1st. So don't be scared when you see how awesome it is. It's going to be even gooder.
0: Embrace change. Embrace it. Change is a good thing. <laughs> and I'm changing it up. Mm-hmm. not really I'm asking another question oh good this comes to us from a different Robbie Two Robbie from Robbie Jacobson. this is creepy Jacobson hey there's more than one we ever. got
1: a Robbie Ferguson and a Robbie Jacobson <laughs> we should start a band
0: I wonder where he's from <laughs> might not work might not work um, oh this is a follow up from a previous question that he's asked right. so I'm not actually sure which episode what this was did I break? from what did I break what did I break Okay, I think that my question must have been unclear before. Okay, I have Wi-Fi encrypted with WPA2. The problem is I'm getting, oh, the problem is that Ubuntu continually asks for the password for the Wi-Fi. I've put in the password and I am un, or I am able to connect with my Mac, just not my Ubuntu system. This is a similar problem um, that other people have posted in the Ubuntu forums. So I guess he must have said sent in a question previously yes, about a Wi-Fi encryption.
1: Last week we were talking about... I see. So I misunderstood. It wasn't that you were trying to access your network without a password. It's that it kept coming up. And I think I mentioned in in the course of the discussion there last week that uh, one of the things that I would try, and I would recommend it especially now that I know that, if you're being prompted for your password over and over and over again, it means maybe your network interface controller, your Wi-Fi card, is having issues with the particular encryption protocol that you're using. WPA, try WPA2. If you're using WPA2, try WPA. Don't go with WEP. I've talked about that last week. Um, And make sure that your router is not in a mixed mode kind of scenario. That might be causing trouble as well. If If your system is unable to detect whether it's WPA or WPA2 and your router is set to mixed between the two, like WPA or WPA2. So set it to one or the other. Set up a password. Try it. And uh, if that one doesn't work, try the other. So between those two, give that a try. And uh, <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> let me know how it goes, all right? <laughs> Thanks, dude. Cool. hmm
0: Dun-da-da-da. Da, da. I have another question.
1: We're getting tons of band names here, Robbie, in the chat room. I suggested Robbie squared because there's two of us.
0: Makes sense. That might work.
1: But then what if we want to have someone else join the band?
0: They would have to as a Robbie.
1: prerequisite. Well, we're, going, we're talking about nostalgia, nostalgia tonight. You know, back in the eighties, it was Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> so we'll be Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> there you go.
0: I think it could work. It could work. I think it could work. It'll
1: be pretty awesome. We'll have a couple of hits and then we'll disappear.
0: Yep, uh, I think that's pretty sweet.
1: R and R, R and R, we got from Dave Nadler. That's pretty good. I could use some of that.
0: You and me both.
1: It would be really mellow music, though
0: it <laughs> put everyone to sleep. <laughs> uh, totally. Well, I'm just wondering if we have time for possibly one more email.
1: All right, we'll give it a go.
0: Okay, this is from Dave Meidum. Hey Robbie and er whoever it is on this week. It's Hillary. Okay, Hillary. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out last week after my operation and short stay in the hospital. It made me smile. Mm. Anyway, Uh, As I mentioned to you on Twitter, I have now got my media PC running Ubuntu 10.04 LTS at the present, and hooked up to my 32-inch LCD HDTV. Wonderful at 1080p and full surround sound, and oh boy, it's like having you guys in the same room. Terrible. Here's a photo I've taken of Cat Five. He gets
1: so annoyed with me
0: running on my TV and smaller (laughs) Uh, device, and my smaller device is an Acer Aspire One netbook.
1: That's awesome.
0: Sweet. What a great setup.
1: I mean, uh, the the fact that you can catch uh, uh, an online-only television program from Ontario, Canada, and pick it up, and there there it is on the bio. But there it is up on the 32-inch screen. Just the fact that this is doable in today's landscape still blows my mind.
0: You can do anything. It's
1: amazing. Very cool. Yeah. Dave, 100 viewer points.
0: Uh, what do you say here? As you can see, since November 2009, I've come a long way. What a true fan, upgrading his own stuff, you know? And And us
1: in surround sound. So, Dave, this is for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Hello, Dave.
0: Hello, Dave.
1: Dave, I'm over here.
0: Hey, Dave. What's up?
1: Dave, nice to see you.
0: Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Day from Dudley, West Midlands, UK.
1: That was really awesome. Sweet. Put on your headphones if you want to know what that's all about. <laughs> I promise you that I would take a quick look tonight. There it is. Dun, da, da, da. The Water 2.0 Pro. Now, we're actually going to be reviewing this in the near future. Let's see if I can get a close-up. There it is. What is so awesome about this? From Thermaltake, I mean, we already know, I mean, Thermaltake is, I mean, their slogan is cool all your life. Really, it's just your computer, but it adds coolness factor because it's so awesome.
0: True. So double, like, plan words.
1: One of the things about getting good system performance is having a good cool processor, having good cool internal Mm. components. So I use liquid cooling in my system, and it looks like this. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Literally. And you got to be
0: really careful, really careful,
1: as you pour that into your computer. Or, you know, I use a siphon. Smart. But there's a lot of fear that comes in that kind of liquid cooling system. A lot of trouble that could happen mm-hmm. in that, you know, it, what if it, it evaporates over time? What if you don't fill it in time? Could be an issue. Along comes the amazing Water 2.0 from Thermaltake. There we go. Let's crack into this.
0: Great. What is here's so different unboxing. about this hill?
1: All right. Here's the unboxing. Let's,
0: let's see. Let's see. There we go. There we
1: go. There we go. Oh, yes. Not over which is uh, nice. Is nice. And recyclable material. Okay. There's our water block. Brilliant. Cool. It's got thermal compound already on there. Now... Here is what is different about this. What do you notice? There is no liquid. Yeah. Yet this is a liquid cooling system with an incredible high efficiency radiator and a very nice water block with copper. But here's the thing, it's low profile. So we talk about the fact that you want to have a very cool system. What happens here is because this is so low, low profile, to your system it allows the airflow within your system to to kinda be a lot better what's really cool about this it's adjustable you can move things around make it work within your system but everything liquid everything is self-contained there's no having to refill it in the entire lifetime of the product you will never have to refill this. It is entirely self-contained cool. water cooling. It has 220 millimeter fans. These are Thermaltake fans. You know they're ultra-quiet. One goes on the back, one goes on the front, blows out the back of your system, blows uh, air over the uh, the radiator fans, cooling the liquid, and then going over your CPU. Which CPUs are this is this compatible with? Well, this is the newest line from Thermaltake, so you know that they're looking at compatibility. And this is compatible with every Intel processor on the market and every AMD processor that's available on the market cool you're not going to have any trouble with compatibility you'll see it comes with brackets for everything
0: this is just this is just the tip of the iceberg just the tip of the you iceberg stay tuned for next time to see
1: very easy to install we're gonna actually do it live on the air just to show you how easy it is we're gonna bring down the uh, the temperature of a standard system. Fact is I mean if you are using a stock fan that came with your system you're probably running a lot hotter than you need to be. Mm-hmm. This will reduce your, your temperatures by 20 maybe 30 percent which cool. is going to therefore just give you better performance less strange crashing from heat issues. Um, it's fantastic but that it's self-contained no liquid that you have to fill and it's not gonna leak You don't have to worry about drips in your system or anything like that. You don't have to worry about evaporation.
0: I look forward to learning more. Mm. It's going to rock. It's been
1: fun having everybody here.
0: It's been a slice. Nice having you here. Thank you. Time flies, doesn't it? Sure (sighs) do. Boy, oh boy. What a riot.
1: What a riot, folks. Thanks for being here. Check out our website, category5.tv. Thanks to our beta testers who are helping me to develop the uh, V3 website. We're going to be going into uh, phase three this week, which means they can start posting screenshots. They can start talking all about it and blogging about it. Very exciting time for Category 5 as we launch our brand new ultra-fast content-distributed network website. So looking forward to that. Just over two weeks'
0: time. Sounds good.
1: Thanks, everybody. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.